0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that is our weekly Helium 10 Buzz, where we give you a rundown of all the news stories that's going on in the Amazon and Walmart world. We have interviews with people in the industry you need to hear from, and we give you training tips of the week that will be sure to give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Uh, Today, we've got a couple of news stories, actually that are going to be about some Amazon and Etsy advertising glitches that might be affecting you. Uh, We're also going to talk about something that has to do with Amazon, kind of like pushing what they're trying to do off of Amazon with their buy to prime. Uh, We've got a training tip of the week that will help you increase your reviews for free if you're a Helium 10 member. And we have also have uh, an interview uh, with a PPC expert that will help you level up on your advertising game. Ready? Let's go ahead and see what's buzzing. All right, let's go ahead and hop into the first news story. And this one is about uh, Amazon and and Etsy glitches lately, all right? Some of them have been lately, some of them have been, you know, before. Now we know that, you know, just in the last week, a lot of people were saying, "Hey, my Amazon app and my Seller Central every day, the the numbers are showing up differently and my 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 uh my sales are showing up differently there are some glitches there but it was interesting a new story actually in valueaddedresources.net uh came up and it says amazon's holiday ad glitch cost adds up and this is dating back all the way back to black friday and you guys remember we had talked about this on the buzz where where what happened was some people were overspending and some people were underspending because the data was not accurate that was coming out of amazon and the cool thing about this or the positive uh you know, lining to this story is that Amazon, uh, according to this story has started to kind of like, uh, give some kind of refunds or reimbursements because of this, um, issue. Uh, for example, one user said that they received credits that total about 10% of the amount that was overpaid because w- what happened was the advertiser, the advertiser spent 4,600 on black Friday ads, but Amazon was telling them, Oh no, you only spent $1,300. So like it made them like kind of go crazy with their budgets and spend because you know of the inaccurate data. So, you know, this this is kind of a, a good thing because it's it's like, hey, if Amazon makes something uh, you know, an, an issue that really, really affects you, like it's not gonna, you know, refund you because it's showing the wrong um you know, the wrong sales data or something. That really doesn't affect you. But you know, like there have been really big glitches with Amazon advertising in the past where where it'll go way over budget. Did that ever happen to you? You Had like a hundred dollar budget, and then one day you see that you spent a thousand dollars on your PPC. Well, you know, don't think that Amazon's just gonna run away with your money. You know, they kind of make things right. So I'm just curious if you were one of those sellers affected by this way back in Black Friday. You know, have you asked Amazon for a reimbursement, or have they given you a reimbursement? Let's go to the same story, a similar story on Etsy though. Uh, What happened was, and this is the same article or the same news outlet, uh, value-added resources, they say Etsy ads overspending going over budget. So a little bit on the same vein here, um, you know, there was one seller who said, hey, I had something for $2.50 and the clicks were going over $6. So, you know, some other person said, hey, I have my, you know, low budgets here we're talking about. I have my budget set at $5 a day. And it's, it spent $5 this morning. It spent another $5 in the afternoon. So a lot of people are reporting this about Etsy. Now, the, the thing is that when you're doing Etsy advertising, it's not as robust at all, you know, compared to Amazon you just kind of like set it and forget it and just say, oh yeah, this is my budget. You know, go do your thing. You know, like you don't really have negative targeting and things like that. And so the tendency could be if you're an Etsy seller, like I am, and I haven't looked at this is you just like turn it on and just like trust Etsy that everything's good. But you know, this article is saying, Hey, you might want to go check to make sure that Etsy is actually not going over your, your budgets as what you had set. Now, this is not, you know, some doom and gloom. Um, you know, I'm sure that Etsy will probably fix that. Amazon always fixes it, but just to understand that, you know, there's, these are, you know, billion trillion dollar companies and, and software, uh, their software systems are, are not perfect. And, Uh, you know, Helium 10 doesn't connect to Etsy, you know, at this point, but, you know, sometimes people note that there are issues, you know, when Amazon advertising information coming into Helium 10, but always Amazon fixes it. You know, Amazon fixes things if it's their mistake, when it's Amazon's advertising problem. If Amazon is not delivering the data correctly to to Helium 10 for one of you customers who are, you know, using one of our our tools, Amazon never just says, oh, forget it. I'm not going to worry about it. Amazon always uh, makes things right. So uh, the systems are not perfect, but just, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, strengthening to know that, hey, you know, Amazon just doesn't you know, sweep it under the rug. They try and uh, take care of everything. Now, speaking of Amazon, the next article is from the uh, Seattle Times, and it's about Amazon expanding Prime delivery service to more web stores. Now, this was something we talked about months ago uh, that Amazon started, which was called the Buy With Prime service, where you could kind of like take products that maybe, you know, you had fulfilled by Amazon, and then you could be on an outside website, your .com website, and then if you integrate the button, when people are checking out or trying to add it to the cart, they would have a buy with Prime button, meaning that they would know, hey, I'm going to get Amazon delivery uh, for this in the Amazon, you know, checkout system, all right? So the thought, the, the theory was that, hey, this might increase conversion because, you know, everybody knows that you know, when they buy something with Prime, it's easy. You know, one click. Uh, it has my credit card information. It's, I'm gonna get it in like a couple of days. And the thought was, hey, this might help your website businesses. And sure enough, uh, according to this um, article here, uh, this increased conversion rate on the people who who clicked on products by 25 percent. The ones that had this buy uh, with Prime active. Um, and it was it was exactly for that reason because people were kind of confident about about what, what this meant when you saw an Amazon Prime uh, batch. Now, uh, this article went on to say that, hey, it, actually in 2022, Amazon lost U.S. market share for the first time, according to Insider Intelligence. Uh, it says the their company might be running out of new Prime subscribers in its home market because uh, in June, as of June 30th, Amazon had 172 million members, which was the same as six months Earlier now, I don't think these are official numbers because Amazon doesn't make that public. But it would be interesting um, if that is the uh, if that's the case. Uh, n- not something that I would be overly worried about, you know, because 172 million potential customers. That's great. But yeah, of course, you know the uh, you know it's not like there's many people out there who are going to sign up to Prime that hadn't been before. But hey. The flip side of this is now Amazon is trying more unique things to even reach different customers that perhaps are shopping off of their platform. And and what this means at the end of the day is more options for you entrepreneurs, you sellers out there. If you're selling on other websites, you'll be able to use the Amazon ecosystem a little bit more. Also along the lines of that article, Amazon put out its own release and uh, about the buy with prime and it says hey introducing reviews from amazon says we're launching a new capability for buy with prime merchants the ability to display customer reviews from amazon.com within their own online stores all right so this is going to be something also to you know keep an eye on if now not only can you import kind of like the buy box uh if it were but let's say you had like a you know a 4.5 star product with a lot of positive reviews I wanted to start my own coffin shelf website. Now I don't start from scratch. I not only import the shopping experience from Amazon, but I can import the what 2000 reviews or so that we have on that project X coffin shelf onto my website. Um, I don't think this is something that really integrates necessarily without doing some couple tweaks to Shopify because there's some beef going on with Shopify and Amazon in the past. But it's something to uh, to consider. Like if you're using uh, Big Commerce or another website, I'm just curious: have you utilized Buy with Prime? Have you been able to import your reviews yet? Let me know in the comments below. All right, let's go out of the uh, news now and let's uh, talk about one quick thing I wanted to uh, mention to you guys, especially for those of you who are Helium 10 Diamond members, um, have taken advantage of this course that we uh, created uh, with the help of Northbound, and it's called the Exit Ticket. So if you're a Diamond member, you actually have access to Exit Ticket, which is a course on how to prepare your Amazon business for a potential sale of it down the road. It's the most extensive course I've seen that's out there on the internet. So if you guys want to get more information, even if you're not a diamond member, go to h10.me forward slash Exit Ticket, h10.me forward slash Exit Ticket. It's a really great, I think it's like uh, about 20, 30 modules that they go in-depth, everything you need to prepare in order to get your company ready for a potential sale down the road. All right, before we get into our training tip of the week, let's go ahead and give you a sneak peek at this weekend's episode of Tacos Tuesday, which is our monthly uh, special where we invite experts and ask them your advertising questions. So let's see what Carrie asked Dr. Travis in this quick clip here.
1: So what is a ninja hack that takes less than 20 minutes to implement but can boost your sales significantly? I'm sure you have a few of these or... I'm excited to hear the answer to this one. (laughs) Yeah. So this is one of my favorite ones is when we download our search term report and we find the search terms that are working for you, it's great to look at the one that has the most sales. So again, eyelid wipes, going back to my example, what I love to do then is I like to go to Amazon type in eyelid wipes. And this is something that I think I learned from helium 10. And what I'll do is I'll use the x-ray tool to get the top three sponsored products the top three organic rank for that that search term. And I'll get the top three revenue rank for that search term. And so what I'll do is I'll go into x-ray. I'll download that report for x-ray, and then I'll get the ASINs from the top three sponsored, top three organic and top three revenue generating for that search term. And then we just create product targeting ads for that. So with that, we'll create single keyword ad campaign for eyelid wipes, exact match single keyword ad campaign for eyelid wipes broad match with our negative phrase uploaded to it. And then we'll type in eyelid wipes into Amazon and do this strategy and target those top nine ASINs and you can broaden it out more, but realize that the top three get the most traffic. Mm -hmm. So again, focusing on the 80 20. And so we'll take that top nine, the three top sponsored products, the three top organic and the three most revenue generating ones and we'll then create product targeting ads in both sponsored products and sponsored display against those. So what happens with that is we're now showing up, hopefully top of search in the actual search. So when you type in eyelid wipes, we're number one or number two, number three, we're at the top of the page. And then when you click into any of those either sponsored or organic, because those are getting a lot of traffic, you're going to see us in there as well. So you're going to see us on the search. Then you're going to see us on the product pages. And then oh, sorry, I just hit the mic, but, and as you do that, they're going to see you over and over and over again. And what's the old wow. saying that they have to see you seven times before they'll actually buy you. And that's why you need to make your branding unique. If you wow. look like everybody else that's out there, you're not going to sell more with the strategy, but if you make your branding a little bit unique, it's going to pay dividends. So if you go look at eyelid wipes we're $30, our closest competitor that's number 1 in the category is $8 for the same amount of eyelid wipes. I believe our product's better, but mm-hmm. that's either here or there. But <laughs> people choose to buy us and we still sell 75 to 100 a day because of our branding and because we're all over the place.
0: All right, thank you for that, Carrie and Dr. Travis. Now for our training tip of the week. This is something that I see comes up a lot and all Amazon sellers want to increase their review velocity, right? And in the past, Amazon has changed rules where you know before you could send out uh, you know things that incentivize reviews, send out free products in exchange for reviews, totally fine. Now you can't. You know before you could send like three, four, five messages to a customer, and and um, you know to ask for a review. Now you know you can't. Uh, you know, before, you know, there's certain language that you could use that now Amazon says, no, this is against our terms of service. And we're going to suspend you from, from messaging customers if you use language like that. So something that Amazon came out with a while back that most of you guys have been using for a while is the request a review button, it's completely within Amazon terms of service, right? Where each order, you can just go there, you click a button and then Amazon will send a review request that is, is automated. You know, it's not something you can customize. Um, And then, you know, people were using that people started using Chrome extensions. even helium 10 at one point had a, had a Chrome extension where uh, called the seller assistant, where you can just go ahead and select everything on your orders page. Right. But a lot of people do not realize, and a lot of you Helium 10 members, and this is, this goes for every single level of helium 10, you know, whether you're platinum diamond elite, whatever, you all have free access to this is being able to create an automation within follow-up that triggers that request review button. You don't need to use a Chrome extension. You don't need to hire somebody to click that button within follow-up. You can actually do that. Let me just quickly show you how, so that, you know, all right, once you go into follow-up, all you have to do, uh, you click on new automation, right? And then the one that you want to select is the send a message to request review. This is not a helium 10, template, or this is not some kind of custom email. This is actually the Amazon request review that it is triggering. Now, why would you want to use this instead of just uh, a Chrome extension that clicks the button or something else? Well, it's important for the timing. All right. So with, by using follow up to trigger this button, now you can say, Hey, after the order is delivered, I want to wait seven days. I want to wait 15 days. Now the reason why you would want to, you know, do this, do timing uh, at different times is depending on the product you have, you know, if you have a supplement that, um, you know, helps with your skin or something like that, or a cream or something, you don't want somebody getting a review request like three days or one day after they got the product, they haven't had enough time to use it. That might give you a, a probably a bad review. Cause they'll, they'll say, Oh yeah, you know, this doesn't work at all. Cause it's been only a couple days so for like that kind of product you would want to say hey I, I want to wait like 20 25 days after they get the delivery of this to get that review request you know conversely let's say you've got like some party supplies right and um somebody gets the product and probably you know like let's say it's it's you know banners or or plastic cups or whatever it is that you definitely have a party niche. Well you don't want to wait 30 days to send that person a review because probably they, they probably forgot all about your, how good or bad your, your product was, you know, 30 days ago. Cause their party was like three weeks ago. You might want to have that review request go a little bit sooner. Uh, so with helium 10 follow up, you can adjust the timing of when they get that email. All right. The other thing that you can customize with it is who gets the email and that, and that's important. All right. So like, for example, You could say, hey, uh, I don't want somebody who got a discount or use my coupon, like a special coupon, to get this review request because I don't want Amazon thinking that I'm incentivizing this review. So you could say, hey, don't send this review request to any orders that had a discount, for example, more than 30%. You could add other filters where it's per product. Like, you know what? Um, I only want uh, ones who had this skew. Or you know what, I, I don't want anybody with a fulfilled by merchant who bought my fulfilled by merchant listing to get this review request. I only want it to be people who who are doing FBA, or I don't want somebody to get this review request. If like somebody was in Mexico and bought my U S inventory, you can have that, that level of automation. You could say, you know, I only want this review request to go. If this person is a repeat buyer, right? Um, there's just so much automation that you can, that you can do that is, you know, is important. And of course, you know, you might not be able, if you're just clicking that button, you might not know if somebody has requested a refund or something like that. But on this, you can actually, you know, kind of discount or you know, filter out those people. So guys, if you are a healing 10 member, you have got to be using this. And if it's, you're not a healing 10 members, it's just another one of the many reasons about why you should start and, and get us uh, and get service with us because To automate this is very powerful, and this is uh, just a small part of our 40-plus tools that we offer. All right, guys, hope you found this episode enjoyable and worthwhile. Uh, Every week we do this on Wednesday, so make sure to come back next week to see what's buzzing.